Teachers I work with are really interested in using Excel with their students but really aren't sure where to begin, especially in the elementary level. It can be a confusing program, it can, there are so many different functions available in it. I'd like to demonstrate a project that I do with kids and teachers across all grade levels who are just getting into Excel. And What the project is, is doing a survey right in the computer lab with the kids, a real-time survey on something that they're interested in or some issue and then very quickly putting it into a graph and we won't be using the chart wizard so if you're curious about that and have used the chart wizard before stay tuned. What I've done here in the A column is I've taken nominations from the kids about what their favorite free time activity is and I mean you can do anything from favorite color to favorite I mean anything really or you can choose any type of issue um, point is, you're going to do a real-time survey with the kids. And the kids, I'm working from a projector. Uh, the kids can see the screen. They're all copying the same thing I'm doing. Now, one thing that comes up very quickly is that some entries will um, be longer than a single cell and will kind of overlap into another cell. And one way that I show kids to get around that very quickly is by going right between A and B. Uh, your mouse turns into two little arrows going opposite directions. If you double click, then the column will resize itself to whatever your largest entry is. Yes, you can click and drag uh, between your columns, but if, and the analogy I give the kids is if you were the manager of a Home Depot or a Walmart or something and you had 10,000 items in your store that you were keeping track of inventory, you were keeping it all in Excel and you wanted to resize your columns to make sure that all your entries would fit in a single column without overlapping, you wouldn't have the time to scroll down to the very bottom. So by doing the double click right between A and B or between any two columns, it will resize itself to the biggest um, entry. Anyhow, uh, we take our um, survey in real time and I note with the kids how the words left justify themselves and the numbers right justify themselves and I make a point to tell the kids that this program deals a lot with numbers and um, it doesn't um, understand numbers typed in as words so for example if uh, kind of playing with friends was uh, a choice if we had typed f-o-u-r instead of the number four the computer wouldn't understand it and I tell that to the beginning kids now once we have our survey data in Excel all we need to do is click out of that last cell we entered in, click in any cell that has a word or a number in it, and we hit the F11 button. And what that does is it creates an automatic chart. We haven't gone through the chart wizard. We don't have to go through all those steps. Um, we have an instant column graph, or as many of us call it a bar graph. I guess Excel calls it a column graph, right? So what we're going to do now is take this column graph and turn it into a pictograph because it can be done quite easily. What we're going to need for this is clip art. So you have the kids open clip art and if they don't have the drawing toolbar at the bottom of the screen, teach them how to add new toolbars. The way I always like to teach the kids to do it is to go to an open space and either and right click Mac people I guess it's command click 
and you see all the toolbars. We want to get the drawing toolbar in there. I suppose you could go insert picture clip art. That works too. All right, so what we need to do is select one of our bars first. When you And I tell the kids to watch it very carefully because they often will goof this part up. If you click on one of your bars, notice that there are black dots, grayish dots on all the bars. If we were to change this bar to a picture, then all the bars would be the same picture. So we click once, we wait a little bit, we click again one time, and you see the dots just around this bar. So we type in our search term, and for this one it's reading. So we search clip art for reading, and when we find the picture we want, we simply click on it. Now, what's going to happen is you've got one stretched out picture on this graph, and that's not what we want. So what we do is we double click on this bar. When we do that, this format data point thing opens up. We click on fill effects. Then, in the settings here, we choose down here the setting stack and scale too. Now, here's where we teach the kids about scale. Do we want one picture to represent one boat? Well, in a classroom size, probably yes. If we were doing a school-wide um, survey where there may be hundreds of students, possibly thousands, we might want to make you know, 10 units represent one picture, like 10 boats represent one picture, or 100, or 20, or 5. So we talk a little bit about that. Being that this is a classroom vote and our largest value is 8, we're just going to leave it as one unit per picture. We click OK and OK, and now we have a nifty little bar graph, or a little pictograph. The next part I'm going to show you, once we've got all the bars turned into pictures and pictographs, uh, the next part I'm going to show you is just simply for fun. If we have time at the end, I will often let the kids sort of get excited about this by letting them change the background color. To do this, we double click on the background. Our format plot area comes up. They can choose a solid color, but I often get the kids to go into the fill effects. They really like the gradients. The two color gradients are interesting for those kids out there who like you know, Xbox. Um, we choose the two colors here, green and black. Choose our shading style from center, and right away we've got, you know, a background that looks a lot like Xbox. But you can do all kinds of different background shading styles, and, um, you know, making a graph like this that they can dress up with some color at the end. Sort of a neat way of teaching those different fill effects as well. Something they'll be very excited about. Allows them to individualize. Uh, the activity and will help them remember you know this experience a little bit more because they'll be very excited about it so anyhow that's it uh, before we go I want to show you another feature in here what I also show the kids is that now that we've created this when we hit F11 to go from our sheet uh, which was our you know charted data to the graph um, it created this sheet here called chart one we can go back to our sheet one and if we were to, let's say, you know, we were to change this data on our, in our chart, the graph would also change automatically. As well, if I were to click on one of these bars and drag down to change the size 
of my uh, my bar, the sheet would also change as well. So you can go back and forth and as you make adjustments the graph will adjust as well. So get started with Excel. It's a neat program and if you haven't used it with your students before, here's a really nifty way to kind of get started with it.